Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram or our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a Patreon member and get exclusive access to even more Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Hello, Matthew. Well, hello, Julie. How are you tonight, baby? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I am great. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for the next episode of American Polly? I am. Where are we at now? Season two, episode 11. 11. 11. You want to tell our listeners what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Once upon a time. (laughs) In a faraway land. (laughs) There was only one penis. <laughs> For all the ladies. For all the ladies. We are going to talk about the one penis policy or one vagina policy that does come up too, but it's not as common as the other. So we want to have a little discussion about how that can come up in E&M dating, whether it's swinging, polyamory, open relationships, how to... <laughs> If you keep smiling and laughing at me, Matthew, I am not going to be able to talk. <laughs> and that one penis <laughs> was looking for the one vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting. I know, <laughs> right? Like, he's over there about to burst. I can just see it by the look on his face. And then I can't think when he's doing that. So, yeah. just... All right, I got it out. I'm, Are I'm you done? done? Yeah, Are done. you good? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you're good. So what is the one penis policy? Wait a second. Wait a second. Before we start with the one penis policy, we have some special. We're going to call that OPP, by the way. Are you down with OPP? I'm down with OPP. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have some other things we want to talk about. I did get ahead of myself. Um, We want to talk about upcoming episodes. Yes. And some new things. We are now on Facebook. Dun, dun, dun. And we are also now on Twitter. Yeah, I'm afraid that I'm going to have to come up with some clever tweets. Well, we can tweet about everything. We can actually, we actually, um, in about three weeks from now, or three weeks from yesterday. Yes. No, today. Is it three weeks from today? Three weeks from today. Yeah. Yeah. We are headed to the hotel takeover party. No, 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 no. No? Yes, we We have a new addition to American Polly. (gasps) We do. We have a mascot. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be posting pictures of that. Look for our mascot to come. He's a cutie. He is. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to see what you guys think. We're not going to let you know anything else. You have to follow us probably on Instagram for that one. Or, I mean, yeah, we can maybe. That's su- where you'll see the pictures. We'll be surprised posting on different. So platforms. cute. I mean, like cuteness overload. Yeah. So, yeah, he's adorable. But. I thought you were talking about the hotel takeover. I'm, no, no, I'm excited for that, too. Two, that's less than three weeks. It is less now. than three weeks, yes. Yeah. So that'll be coming up. So we do have an episode coming up about that, and we've kind of talked to you guys about what we're planning to do, how we're going to 
record from the hotel as we are doing things. So like yeah, when we get there, when we're mm -hmm, the first party we go to, the pool party, the there's all kinds of fun little games happening throughout the weekend that the administrators have organized. And we're going to tell you guys about those. I'm yeah. entering Matthew in the best buns. What? I am, baby. You've got some good buns. Are you serious? Oh, I am. 100%. Did you already do it? Like, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Oh, man, that's my line. Ha, ha, ha. Don't you hate when somebody uses your own line on you? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's because I'm smart. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna talk about those, but then we also have a few other episodes coming up. We have confessions of a unicorn coming up. It's, I thought it was unicorn. Well, it's unicorns if you want to get super technical because there's two of us. But yeah. we're gonna talk about. That's even more the merrier. Is it? Yeah. You just want threesomes. Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of those cricket machines and make you a pair of boxers that says I love threesomes, which would be great for the best buns contest. That would be perfect. Yeah, I gotta do that. We'll talk after. <laughs> I have some ideas now that you mentioned. That. Yeah. yeah. So confessions of a unicorn. Thank you. And then we have another <laughs> one coming. Up. We have another one coming up on open independent dating. Oh, yeah, with Sam and Ashley. Sam and Ashley are going to come on, and they're going to talk to us on how they kind of started their journey in the lifestyle originally as hot wifing, yeah. and then it kind of morphed into swinging, and now that has morphed into more independent dating. And they'll talk more about mm -hmm. that. They can actually yeah. explain their journey and where they're, yeah. where they're at now and maybe where they see themselves in the future. Exactly. We think it would be a great episode for some of our listeners who are struggling with those situations where, you know, you just, four people are not connecting. It's hard to find where four people connect, right? Like when, when couples are trying to date couples, it is difficult to find that elusive connection. And the so struggle gonna, is real. You are, you're just seeing something else tonight, Matthew. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just having fun. You are having fun and it's adorable. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And then we have another episode coming up. There's more? There's more. I feel like there should be the 1995. Three easy installments. Right? <laughs> this one is we have a new we have new friends that yeah. we met. Yeah, we do have new friends. And they're amazing. They, they, and yeah. Yeah, we like them a lot. Yes. And, and they're more than they're more than two. They're three. They are. They are they're, they are their own threesome. They are. They're they're a triad. Yes. So they are going to come on the show and talk to us about how to have a successful, healthy polyamory triad. And this is a completely blended situation where um, they live together. Mm -hmm. There are children involved. There's family involved. Yeah, it's just more than your normal, hey, I'm single, you're single. and Right. Or more than, you know, one person dating a couple or three people who live independently. Right. This is actually a functioning household. Correct. And they have been that way for some time. And so they're going to come on and they're going to talk to us about their struggles and how they overcome some of the challenges of trying to have a healthy dynamic where three people can each feel like they are equally loved and equally needed and equally wanted. Yeah, there's a lot more to it than just like, oh, you know, three people and we're going to have sex all the time. Right. It's, it's way it's more way, than that. It's way yeah. more than that. So it'll kind of give you, it'll give our listeners, you guys out there, some insight into kind of what their 
like lifestyle yeah. is, is about and their daily life and how they how they kind of function and they're great people I'm, yeah. i know you guys are gonna love them so we love them so yeah they're pretty awesome so yeah those are some episodes that we have coming up you can find us on twitter and facebook now along with instagram so so we have reddit and uh, instagram yes and then twitter twitter what is our twitter handle? we are at j american poly yeah. J for Julie at J American Polly. Yes. No dash in no. that one. We'll have a. It's a little complicated. We'll have a link in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes that way people can can click on it directly. Yeah. And then our Facebook is Julie Space Matt American Polly. Correct. So that was a little more complicated because Facebook is just complicated. <laughs> so, <laughs> but look for our logo. <laughs> I heard Julie. I talked to Julie after she got Facebook up and she was just like, you know. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Where is the glass of wine? Right? (laughs) I need a vat. (laughs) So, okay. So let's get around to OPPs, one penis policies. Correct. Yes. I'm not going to do the voice anymore. You're going to be serious now? I I will try. I I will try to be serious. You'll try. Okay. All right. (laughs) As long as you're trying. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So what what is a one penis policy? It is... A rule that's put in place in... I think it's more of a... It's If I can... A boundary? A a boundary. Okay. That couples will put in place where the idea is a woman is only allowed to have one penis. Like her primary partner, for example. Right. In her sexual or relationship life, right? Correct. Okay. But as many vaginas as she wants. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She can have a, you know, a, a plethora. A plethora. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, I, for me, that feels very entitled and kind of sexist. Well, I mean, okay, so I'm going to try to be objective mm-hmm. on this and say that maybe that the male partner, her male partner, mm-hmm. is very, very turned on by watching two women. I get that. I get that. But what if your, what if your wife isn't bi or your female partner isn't bi? You want to open your relationship and you put this parameter in place and say, oh, well, she can only have female partners. She can't have male partners. But then what if you open your relationship and she is with a woman and she determines that she's not bisexual? Well, at that point, I think you'd have to revisit the the boundary. See, and I think that's where this problem comes up because it's supposed to be a way to prevent jealousy, right, or insecurity for the guy he can't be jealous or insecure. He or he isn't feeling jealous or insecure if his partner is yeah. with another person of the same sex. Well, I mean, we are being very general here, and we don't know everybody's situation. Right. And we're bringing this up because we've run into this before, and multiple and times. Julie and I just don't. We don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Right. And if both people are on board with it, if the female partner and the male partner because this is usually that you know female male dynamic relationship where we see this correct so if both people are on board with that then okay yay Mm -hmm. but if they're not and the woman is like wow you know i did meet this guy in the lifestyle or i met i met this couple and i'm really into both of them and she's not allowed to pursue anything because of this policy it feels very uneven well, very one-sided. Right. It, it feels more controlling. It is. It's I mean, a, and if a lot you're about into that, I mean, that's cool. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think for us, we try to 
treat each other very equally. Mm -hmm. And I know with my experience, when I did run into that couple, I was kind of shocked a little bit mm -hmm. because the the situation where it was brought up, uh, we were we weren't intimate. We were dancing and slow dancing and very close, and there was a lot of touching. And then the conversation was breached that oh well, I only play with women. I was dancing with a female partner, mm -hmm. obviously, but <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> it's all good. I was um, following your train of thought, <laughs> I, right? Anyway, so she broached the conversation to me, and I was kind of flabbergasted. You know, because we had danced like three or four songs together mm -hmm. and then a slow song came on mm -hmm. and then it was just like, yeah, I, you know, they, they had been married for quite a, quite a while. 25 years or something. It was quite a, long a while. Time. And they had been in the lifestyle a long time. Yeah. And I think and... they had been in the lifestyle for like, mm -hmm. you know, three quarters of that or something. It right. was really bizarre. And her husband um, had been hitting on me the entire night. And so then we find out that she only plays with women and he only watches yeah. So neither she does not play with men and he does not play with other women. It's just a situation where the girls play and then the guys watch. Yeah. Which I. It really threw us for a loop. We were like, wait, what? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, I mean, and that's their dynamic. And they were both on board with that. Neither one of them was at all wanting anything different than that. So they mm -hmm. were both very consensual in, in what they were looking at. I think what happens and what, the kind of thing that I want to talk about tonight is when you have a situation where you have an unfair rule put on someone, yes. right? Like you have a new couple that get into the lifestyle. And so the husband says, well, I don't want, or the you know male partner says, I don't want you sleeping with any other guys because, you know, I don't think I could handle it. It would feel like cheating to me. It would, you know, I'd feel insecure. Whatever reason he says he doesn't want to see or doesn't want his wife or his partner with anybody else. Right. And, I, and I think that that comes from a lot of insecurity. I also think that it's a crutch that couples lean on so that they don't have to talk about the underlying problems, why that is a problem, why that insecurity is there. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing to remember too, for those of you listeners out there who actually feel this way and you're, you've experienced this, is that it's okay to talk about these things. Now, they may mm -hmm. be very difficult. They may not be pleasant. And you <laughs> may not like the answers that you get. But your partner, if your partner's been with you for a long time, it's a reason that they've been with you for a long time. Right. You know, there's not going to be some, like, magical over the rainbow, you know, unicorn firework thing happening if your partner sleeps with somebody else. Right. Whether that, that I mean, you know, it could be male or female. If you think about this, I mean, she could meet a female partner and it just totally blow her out of the water. Well, see here, that's the thing too. So these guys that say, well, I don't want you to have another guy in your life, but I'm fine with however many women you want to play with. Right. That actually kind of, as a woman, that's kind of offensive to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, you don't put as much stock into a female-female relationship. You think that that's not threatening because you think that women can't offer women the same type of relationship and the same fulfillment that a guy can offer? Well, I mean, women have the same parts, so they've got to work those parts a little better. Um, that's what I'm saying. And there's any number of appendages that can be purchased. <laughs> Every size. And every strapped day. on. <laughs> I mean, things that... You know, so, I mean, it's kind of a little bit homophobic to say that. To well, say, 
I think it is to say, oh, well, you know, I don't care how many girls you sleep with. It's just girl play because she can't ever offer you what I can. Well, that's kind of that just kind of pisses me off slightly. I'm I'm going to I'm just going to leave it at that and not get too wound I up. Think you, you have a safe space to get on your soapbox. Can I get on my soapbox and say that's totally sexist and it's awful? <laughs> I'm trying. (laughs) It's a double standard. I was going to say it was a double standard. It's a double standard. And I honestly, I mean, if I were a woman in that situation, I would be, I'd feel resentful. Yeah. I would be like, well, if you're going to sleep with other women, am I not enough for you? If you're saying that me sleeping with another man would mean that you're not enough for me. Right. Well, well, hang on a second. Let's back this up a second, because we're actually talking about a female partner sleeping with a female with another female. Right. And we're not saying yet that the male is. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. But see, that's the thing is when it's the one penis policy, the guy gets to participate. Right. He's participating. Oh, so you're saying there's constant threesomes, constant threesomes. Right. Gotcha. So if he's getting to sleep with another woman, then he is getting some fulfillment out of that. Right. Right. But then if the roles are reversed, he can't understand the fulfillment that a woman would get. Right. I mean, there's certainly women out there that do have that car blanche to, you know. Right. So I kind of feel like that's an unfair scenario because I I don't think that I don't know. I don't I don't think that it's fair to put that kind of parameter on the situation. So but just to be clear, you're talking about a situation where. The woman wants to sleep with someone else, like mm-hmm. a, a male, mm-hmm. another male. Right. And but her her male partner is saying no, absolutely not. But you can right. sleep with as many women as you want. Right. But he has I mean, obviously if they've opened their relationship and they're mm-hmm. both playing with women, then he's getting to fulfill that opposite sex you know, opposite person, opposite sure. sexual thing that he wants, but then the woman is not getting to fulfill that. She can only sleep with same-sex partners. Yeah. And so to me, that just feels very... Well, it's a very big double standard. It is. And it, it kind of it just undermines the idea of, like, it undermines the idea that two women can be in a successful relationship together. It makes it seem like... You know, oh, it's just girl play, which I really hate that phrase because as a bisexual woman, I think I'm like, that is just really kind of a degrading. Yes. Phrase. I feel like it is. Yeah. I I mean, I don't, when two guys are together, I'm like, oh, that's just boy play. I want to say that. I'm going to say it at some point. I'm going to be like, oh, do you want boy play? (laughs) I am. I'm waiting for it. It's not at a party. Oh, you just wait. There'll be a little too many glasses of wine. Somebody will say something stupid. And Julie's going to be like, full on. <laughs> just, you know, this red hair does, does, it does come out a little bit once in a while. The temperament, just a little bit. Not too much, but just a little bit. Yeah. Some days. <laughs> so. uh, it's one of those days. Folks. One so of those days. the one penis policy it borders on gender inequality, in my opinion. It does. I, I do agree with you. It does border on gender so I feel like this does come up. We've seen several. I dated someone last fall that this came up. He was in an open marriage mm-hmm. and his wife had a boyfriend. He mm-hmm. was looking for someone to date. Um, I was still doing more independent dating than I am now. And 
I remember having conversations with him and he was like, well, how often do you have sex with Matt? And I'm like, every opportunity I get. I don't know. That's a crazy question. I don't count. I was thinking that when you were, when you just said that, I'm like, I don't know that I could tell you how many times we have sex. In a week or in a month? Either one. It's a lot. I know. I like to keep you busy. And you do. I'm not complaining. Well, you were complaining pretty loudly about your abs the other day. Yeah, they freaking hurt. My goodness. I can't help it. It's a workout. (laughs) Yeah, like two days later, I'm still going, God, why am I sore? Oh, my goodness. That was that was. Then the light bulb went on. I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah, that was a fun weekend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed to take like Monday, Tuesday off to recover. Oh, poor baby. I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna I make any more comments about I that. Think I should just do more crunches or something. Prep something. Yeah. yeah, eat your Wheaties. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes. This this gentleman asked me. He's like, "Well, how often do you have sex with Matt?" And I'm like. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I really don't know. I mean, we typically play pretty often, mm-hmm. I, you know, we're together probably 60% of the time. So you could do the math. And he's like, well, I'm probably going to want you to have like a two or three day window. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, well, if we're going to have sex, I don't want to have sex with you if you've just had sex with him. So I'm going to need you to have like a two to three day window before you're going to have sex with me. And I'm like, are you under the impression that my vagina is a self-cleaning oven? Because that's really bizarre. What line of that was in the, in the contract? I know, right? Subsection like, A. What? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I just think it's, you know, he's like, I just feel like I don't really like that you have other partners, but, you know, I, I like you and I want to date you. And, and he just was very negative about multiple partners and he's like you know ideally i would be dating a girl and i would be her only partner and i'm like well you're married right and you're in an open relationship so you have other partners and he's like oh well that's different because i'm married so this is the time that i ran into the opp yeah and i was like you know i don't i don't think this is gonna work right so that is an individual dating scenario that i ran into but we've also had other ones where we've met couples and two of the scenarios that we ran into, they were brand new couples and right. they they had that policy in place. But I think a lot of that had to do with massive insecurity. Yeah. And, you know, and that's OK. I mean, you know, but Julie and I recognized right away. We're like, OK, well, that's you know, you guys are really nice. You guys are we enjoy talking to you, but we're just not going to mess up. Right. And we had to tell both of those couples. I mean, we appreciate that you're interested in us, but, you know, we're we're really not looking for that scenario. Correct. And one couple took it pretty well. The other couple didn't. They were a little more offended. But we have to tell them what our situation is, too. Like, we have to tell them what our needs and wants are Yeah. as well. And I mean, yeah. our boundaries are just as important. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that sometimes is a difficult thing to uh, clarify when you're turning someone down, that you respect their boundaries, but their boundaries and your boundaries don't match. So I, I think it's difficult for people to understand that because they think, I mean, as a new, I mean, I'm thinking back to when we were kind of, okay, when newer. I was newer, when you were newer, um, you know, I was just so excited to get, oh, she likes me, you know, or like, mm-hmm. oh, these, this couple's really cool. You know, I can't mm-hmm. wait to hang out with them again. And we have common interest and, you know, it was just an exciting time mm-hmm. they uh, totally get to that. be around and, you know, to be around new people mm-hmm. and then go and discover that we don't share the same boundaries. Right. 
And, you know, it was just a big disappointment. It was a disappointment, I think, on both sides. But instead of investing more time and knowing that our boundaries did not mesh up as well. Right. You know, we decided to go ahead and say, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. No, and, I told, I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not always taken well, but if you have needs and requirements that you want to have personally filled, because everyone is in the lifestyle for a different reason, right? Yeah. And so for your reasoning, if that couple has a boundary that prevents the need and want that you have, it should be a totally acceptable thing to say, I'm sorry, we don't match up. Right. You're great people. Let's be friends. Yeah. You would think that that would be the great way to do it. But... Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> and you never know what would happen if the other couple, like, they, they were in the lifestyle a little bit more and they got a little bit more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And they got to, we, you know, everybody got to know each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I think one of the couples that we met, the they wanted the girls, like Julie and the, the wife to mm -hmm. play. Right. And then me and the other gentleman were going to watch. Mm -hmm. And then eventually he was going to play with his partner and I was going to play with Julie. Yes. But that was as far as it was going to go. Right. And we're like, uh, you know. And I would be into that right. as long as I was into the wife or girlfriend or, or right. partner. I being bisexual, I think that sometimes people in the lifestyle will just think that all women are into each other. It really doesn't work that way. Right. There's got to be chemistry. Sure. So, and I was trying to clarify that. I'm like, well, I mean, we could meet and if we're all into each other, then, you know, maybe that's a possibility, but I'm not going to promise that right. right off the get-go because I need to have that chemistry just like I would have with any partner. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that does come up, but so I do want to talk a little bit about how to work with these feelings. If you are getting into the lifestyle or you're opening your relationship or you're starting to, uh, or maybe you've opened your relationship and you kind of are leaning into like the polyamory side. When the one penis talk comes up, you, why are you laughing at me, Matthew? Gonna, I was just going to do the thing again and I promised you I wouldn't do it. So I, <laughs> I really wanted to. Go ahead. It's all it's all. Yeah. It, did you, it's a moment over. It's over now. We lost yeah. the moment. Yeah, we did. I'm sorry to... It's okay. If it comes up again, it may come out. But I'm going to I'm gonna let that go. I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> one penis may come out. <laughs> I can make so many comments about that, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, that is kind of like an open door. That it was a barn door. It was an open fly, yeah. Oh <laughs> okay, so first, get to the root of why your partner, if, if you're a woman and you're listening and your husband or your boyfriend or your, or your partner is asking you for this policy, is asking you not to have any other men in your life, and it's not what you're wanting, and you think you're wanting to explore that, I think asking them why they feel it's necessary mm -hmm. and see what they say. Are they wanting to protect you from STDs? Because women can still spread STDs to each other. That's not going to work. Yeah. Are they intimidated? Um, by penis size. By penis size. That's or, a huge thing. I mean, we have this big societal thing. Every guy has this idea in his head that he, if he doesn't have like a 12-inch cock, that he is not going to be able to please women. True. And that's just so far from the truth. So far from the truth. So I, I think that that is another pressure, right? And it's a societal pressure. Yeah. So maybe he's worried she could get pregnant. Or maybe he's worried that, you know, she's going to meet somebody else and 
you know, run off with that other person. Right. So go over some of those fears. If you can get your partner to talk and tell you what's in their head and why they're feeling so insecure, because insecurity stems from something. So getting to the root of what's causing those insecure feelings mm -hmm. will definitely help you be able to mitigate them and be able to talk about things that will help them fe not feel so insecure because there's always a trigger. Right. We don't, we're not just born insecure. We, we develop that. So there's has to be something that's triggering it. And I think that that's something that you would want to talk about and kind of get an idea for, for what's going on inside your partner's head. Yeah. And don't take, I don't know, for, for example. Right. Yeah. I mean, there I, is I, a reason. There is a reason. So, I mean, if it, if you, if you have to have like 10 different conversations about it, then mm -hmm. have 10 different conversations. Well, that's about the thing it. is sometimes you will have a conversation that won't have a resolution. Yeah. It's perfectly acceptable for one partner to talk about their insecurities and for the other partner to say, I hear you. I understand. Thank you for telling me where you're coming from. I need to absorb that. I need to think about it. Let's talk about this again. And you may not have a resolution, right? But you've both expressed where you're at, mm -hmm. and you've ex and you've asked for time to think things through. That's rational and normal. People can't come up with things off the top of their head when they haven't had time to absorb it. Right. And and here I'm going to go on the flip side of this for a second. Okay, the female partner has to explain to her male partner why she wants to experience. Yes. Men. Exactly. And I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be, hey, Julie. This is what I want. Yeah, Julie, why do you, why do you not want me to, to sleep with other women? Mm -hmm. And then vice versa. Right. Why this would. Is, this is why, you know, Julie's going to tell me that's why she wants to sleep with other men. Right. Exactly. So. Because I think that validation of what your primary partner gives you mm -hmm. helps settle those insecure feelings. Right. So if I were. If this were Matt and I, and I said to him, I want the opportunity to sleep with other men and I am able, I, you know, I love you and I feel so secure with you and I feel at home with you, but I really would like to have this experience or I would really like to try this thing. How many are we talking about? <laughs> You're so bad, Matthew. You're so bad. Well, I mean, if you want to have the experience, I mean. You're going to line them up for me. No, no, I'll just we'll make sure that they're vetted and yeah. we're good. Okay. Yeah. I'm all good with that. Yeah. You're going to put an ad out? We can, yeah. <laughs> we have Facebook. Apply within. <laughs> yeah. All I of just, the social media I just platforms. need you and three others. Yeah. All right. So you can email us at. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you are something. Wow. My face is so red. <laughs> It's and like if you want to be a part of my little fantasy, there you, go. you can email us at. Uh, mm -hmm. at I have some definite ideas for you. Do you know? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm working on that, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so definitely reaffirm to your partner what they give you, why it's important. Be specific. Don't be generic. Don't just say, it's because I love you so much. Why do you love that person? What do they bring to your life? And reaffirm to them how they affect, how they fit into your life and that those things are not the things that you're seeking from someone else. Correct. So that they know where they stand. Yeah. I think that's super important. Yeah. I mean, I think if you take the time to have the conversations, whether it's this or maybe another fantasy that you have, maybe you do want to experience, you know, more than two 
you want to experience. Maybe you want to experience like a an orgy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to experience, you know, having three men, or you want to experience, you know, having three women. Or, or you're like, I'm just going to borrow from Ashley for a quick second. You married young, mm-hmm. and you've been with the same person your whole life, and you just want to have that little bit of early 20s experience where you got to, you had the freedom to just date around and sample around and stick your finger in a couple different pies. That was a terrible analogy. (laughs) I just realized what I said. I'm like, are we talking about American pie here? Oh, dear God. (laughs) You want to lick the frosting off a few different cakes. How about that? Is that better? Oh, man, you're I can't help it. I can't come up with anything. Listen, you just want to play the field and have some fun. That's right. What, yeah. But Ashley absolutely knows that Sam is her person. Right. And they are so solid and so strong and so yeah. stable. He is her rock. Yes. So she might be having a little bit of fun doing her independent dating now, but she knows where her home is. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they will definitely be talking about in that podcast. But it's just an example of being able to tell that primary partner what they are for you right? and why you want something different. Yeah. And I think it's very important to, to do that. And, you know, we kind of, we kind of go over this a lot in the podcast and it will open up lines of communication that may not have been there before, mm-hmm. or it will just deepen the ones that you already have. Right. And you can really understand each other. So if the one penis policy talk comes up for for you guys, for our listeners out there who are starting to get into the lifestyle or maybe have already kind of in it, but this is cropping up for some reason, I think it's a great opportunity to learn more about each other. Mm-hmm. I think you can take something that is slightly toxic and turn it around and make it something that deepens your relationship. Yes. Yeah. So. Anything that can deepen your relationship is always a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. And and while we're on this subject, I do want to mention how I adore watching Matt with other women. When we approach together and we play together, I love being able to watch him because he is oh. so good at what he does. And it's super hot. So Well, on the flip side of that, I mean, I it's know fun, huh? how good you are. Yeah. And it's fun watching you too. Yeah, it yeah. is fun. It is. Now, that being said, I struggle sometimes. I struggle with insecurity when you are with somebody that I don't know this or is, I'm not there. This is very true. Right? Yeah. I struggle when Matt dates independently. He hasn't he hasn't lately, but he has in the past a little bit and I struggled. And so that is something that I'm personally working on and it more borders on relationship anxiety than it does anything else. It's not really a jealous feeling for me. It's more of a insecure over my own self-worth and my own, what I bring to the table. And so it's definitely something that I'm personally working on. And we're going to have an episode about relationship anxiety in September, because mm-hmm. I think that this is something that also crops up in the lifestyle pretty often. And then you're going to learn more about my vacation Yes. And what happened there? Yes. And Matt had some opportunities on his, a opportunity crop up for him on a vacation that he recently took. And so we're going to talk about that, how it affected me, how it affected him mm-hmm. and kind of where we're at. And this was one of those great times when I said to you, it's absolutely okay to, for one person to talk about their insecurities and for the other person to say, I hear you. I don't have an answer, but I hear you. 
because that's kind of where we're at right now and we're working through it together. So Correct. it's something that we're really excited to talk to you guys about next month when we get around. We have so many podcasts lined up. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's I think that it will definitely be something that helps everyone because relationship anxiety is a huge it's just a, it's just a big, huge black hole. There's a lot in that. And well, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're vanilla. Right. Or if you are in an open relationship. It really doesn't. It, I mean, there are things that triggered that can trigger that. And mm -hmm. so we want to we want to kind of explore that. And we don't have all the answers and we're not claiming to. But we're <laughs> going to share some of our experiences. Yes. And hopefully both with each other and with the therapist that I'm seeing. So we'll have some of her little kernels of information that she's been giving me mm -hmm. that I think will really help right. everyone else as well. So I'm, I am really excited to talk about that and to share with our listeners a little more about the times when Matt and I do struggle a little bit. Yeah. And I can, I can speak a little bit to, to my prior marriage and kind mm -hmm. of like these, some of the insecurities that I had then that I didn't realize that I actually had, but, and looking back and going through some of my own healing and therapy stuff and working with a therapist, you know, I, I've realized that now. Yes. And I realize where I should have had conversations when I, when I didn't. Right. So hindsight, right? Yeah. So, so that will be another one that we'll talk about. And it kind of goes a little bit, not really hand in hand with the one penis policy, but definitely hand in hand with insecurity and bridging that gap and figuring out where the insecurity is coming from what you can do to mitigate it, how can you work together as a couple to compromise and, and come up with ways to make the other person feel secure, mm -hmm. but still have the experiences and the life that you both want. Correct. So it's just a matter of working together. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, that's what it really boils down to. So we'll, yes. we will, we're looking forward to bringing that to you. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be one of our more in-depth and probably more emotional yeah, uh, it will be. It um, will be. But we're we're really excited to bring that to you and share that part of us. Yeah, we we do want to. We really do want to kind of open up in that way to our listeners, to you guys out there, because we don't want you to think that our relationship is perfect all the time. I mean, we wait. It's not. I think ninety-eight percent. That's ninety-five. Ninety-eight. I don't know. A lot. Let's say a lot. Ninety-five. I, I'm going to give it. You know, it's it's an A. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. We're in a, a, a ten-point shift. Day. Some days it's like ninety-nine, and other days it's like ninety-one. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. But we do. We have our own struggles, and we aren't always on the same page. We'd like True. to be. I mean, both individually and mm -hmm. and you know together. Yeah. So, so we don't want to come across as like this, you know, perfect couple who always has it together and is always you know, smooth sailing. And we want you guys to know that we struggle in the lifestyle too. Even after as long as I have been in the lifestyle and Matt now has been in it as long as he's known me. So a few years now, we still struggle. Yeah. That's normal. And our friends that are in the lifestyle with us, we see sometimes when they struggle. Yep. And so we just want people to know that that's normal and to be able to work through those things. Yeah. I feel like we're starting the podcast already. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, all right. We're going to wrap this up. So one penis policy, that was, or one vagina. We didn't talk too much about one vagina, but that does exist. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the flip side. It's kind of the flip side of that. It's, very, it's, it's not nearly as common. No. But no, that, no. That, does, that does come up as well. So yeah. 
definitely something to I don't know too many men who would be like, yeah, I'm down just to sleep with my mom partner while she sleeps with as many men. I think it typically comes up if the um, female partner, the wife or the girlfriend is insecure with the husband or boyfriend having a relationship with another woman. Or if it's like a uh, a cuckold situation that and i think that's a totally different thing because that's the thing where the guy is on board and it's he's part of it he's wanting to watch like hot wifing is wanting to watch your wife with uh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. it Sorry. this comes and, from yeah. like an insecure situation where the wife doesn't or the or the girlfriend or female partner doesn't want her partner to have any other women but her because she has an insecurity just the same as the one penis policy yeah so it's just the flip side of it so I'm going to throw this out there for the listeners. And then if you could guys could respond, it would be great. So this just brought up an idea for me. Okay. So what would you guys think if we did a podcast and basically went through and explained and gave you guys definitions <laughs> of all of these different things? Are we going to be the E&M Urban Dictionary? Well, no, we're not going to go that far because... <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh. because there's way too much in there. But I'm talking about like, uh, you know, obviously cuckold. Um, there is just, there's just so many different things. There's hot there wifing. I mean, there's so many different terminologies out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for, me, list. even for me, I mean, there was times when, you know. You did we, struggle with some stuff. Yeah, I and mean, we can bring that up because it's actually quite funny. It is. It is pretty funny. Um, yeah. poor, so poor Matthew. Yeah, I, so I innocent. He was so innocent. I was so innocent when I then I met him. him. And then, I, yeah, she had to explain some stuff to me, and it uh, the look of shock. I was, I, yeah, I mean, it was like <laughs> so different than what I thought it was. So anyway, we it's can. If you good. guys want to hear that? And you think uh, you'd be interested in listening to that? Yeah, let us know. You let can... us know. We can put something together for you guys. And uh, you guys can maybe get a little bit more informed and yeah. learn some things that you didn't know. Existed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you heard about and you didn't know what it was. Yeah. There you go. So, so. I will be happy to do that. So, okay. Well, I hope that everyone is having a fabulous end of summer. Mm-hmm. It's the last month of summer. School yeah. starts soon. So enjoy it. Live it up. Thank you for everyone who's downloading and listening to our podcast. We, we greatly appreciate, appreciate you guys. it. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Full Swap Radio. Yes. Where you can check us out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on the radio. That was pretty amazing. That is awesome. That's just crazy to even think about. So yeah. if you guys haven't uh, looked at that, there's some other great programming on that station. Oh, yeah. So it's full, fullswapradio.com. Mm-hmm. And you, it's like live radio podcasting all the time. Something like that. Yeah, they, they just have one after another. So it's really yeah. cool. You can go to their website and check out all the programming. And Mm -hmm. I believe you can find us on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. and Saturdays at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. I think. 5 p.m., yeah, on Saturdays. So, yeah, check us out. So, okay. Well, until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thanks for listening to American Polly.